The Carolina Outdoors is in effect. We're glad that you're jumping in, joining along, no matter how you're listening to us, whether it be early on a Saturday morning via the airwaves of WBT Radio, or maybe you subscribe to the podcast highlights of the Carolina Outdoors. Bill Barty on this side. And Wes Lawson on this side. Bill, if we're in effect, are we special? Are we special effects? We are definitely special effects. TJ DJ, TJ the DJ Boggs is in charge of that, cutting and scratching. Those are the letters of his name. <laughs> Crash and burn, huh, man? Yeah, story of my life. Listen, I was looking, and what we do here on the Carolina Outdoors is try to shine a light on places to go, things to do, and the people that are making these things happen. And uh, in search of topicry here for the Carolina Outdoors, from our home base of Jesse Brown's Outdoors, I came upon an article on the blog Charlotte Smarty Pants. So Mm. a a local blog of all things uh, for parents, moms, dads, uh, that sort of thing. Um, And one of the articles was from a guest blogger. Jesse Brown's Outdoors, top five places to hike and camp. We've had unseasonably warm December weather thus far. It is going to cool off a little bit, but the state parks are open. In fact, uh, we're going to talk to Dr. Keith uh, Cradle a Mm -hmm. little bit later. He Mm -hmm. utilizes a lot of state parks in North Carolina. But top five places to hike and camp. Guess who that guest blogger was? It was our next guest. Christopher S. Line is the one who wrote this. Um, From the halls of Jesse Brown's Outdoors, right outside the plaza of the Sharon Corner Shopping Center, we're going to bring him on right now to focus on these five places that he highlighted in the spring and to learn about the appropriateness of them this holiday season. Christopher Line, welcome to the Carolina Outdoors. Well, thank you so much, both of y'all, and guest blogger is my middle name, so I'm thrilled to be here on the show with you. I thought it was Scott. <laughs> hey, uh, hey, personal information out there. <laughs> oh, that's what the S stands for. We thought it was super, or could it be number one on your list, South signs. Mountains State Park, <laughs> or signs, too. An hour and a half drive from Uptown Charlotte, uh, Christopher, you claim Mecklenburg is your home county. But you play a large part uh, in Cleveland as to your makeup in South Mountain State Park. Is is that in Cleveland County or not? It falls pretty close, and some of it actually is in Cleveland County. Of course, that's on the northern end of things, but you're actually just a little bit south of Morganton, North Carolina, uh, for where... The main entrance to the park is, and it is a big park, y'all. It is the largest park in North Carolina. So if we head over there, and I'm, I can see the article via Charlotte Smarty Pants that you wrote. They have car camping to backpack camping. They have fly fishing. They have waterfalls. They have mountain biking, although that mountain biking is some tough yeah. mountain biking over there. There's, there's some There's some pushing going on on that. But, Christopher, since you know this park so well, um, what are some of your favorite things to do over that way? Well, I really love, especially if you're in the park itself, doing um, some of those hiking trails. And they have a great range. There are some trails that are more along 
along the line of like a nature path along the waterfalls, along the streams, and just a nice, easy nature walk. But then they have some, such as the Chestnut Knob Loop, which is much more strenuous, much more challenging. And once you kind of get out of the you know, lower um, wooded, not valley, but the lower, lower lying areas, you really come out onto the top of some of these mountains and the knobs and can see for miles. It's beautiful views. And along the way, you're passing some of the waterfalls they have and some more of the stream crossings that I mentioned earlier. Another trail that I really like is the High Shoals Fall Trail. And that one will bring you up right alongside uh, one of the waterfalls they have there. And you, you crisscross the stream going up to the falls and then coming down from. And, you know, it's you're, you're clearly in the mountains, but it's like you really are you know, deep into, deep into a cove or way off the beaten path because it's just you and nature and maybe some other people looking for um, some city uh, respite from the city. Yeah, we like that you put uh, a couple of ice cream places outside the park, some of our favorite, Redbone Willies or Knob Creek Orchards, uh, uh, to enjoy some after hike, after fishing, after whatever you're doing in South Mountain State Park. You can enjoy those local businesses as well. Let's bring it a little closer. Yeah, so Christopher, sometimes, you know, the outdoors feels a little too far away, especially if we're here in, you know, Jesse Browns is almost in the heart of South Park. We're kind of in the ventricle or the aorta of South Park. A little bit closer is Crowder's Mountain. Crowder's Mountain State Park is just a hot spot for folks in our area. But tell us about Crowder's Mountain State Park, where to go, what to do, why it's so great. You're right. It really is in our own backyard, and so that one's just west of Gastonia for those who may not be familiar with it, but they have a number of trails as well. One of the best views rewards hikers with with the sights of the Queen City skyline, so bring your binoculars, but you don't even have to do that because you can just see it um, straight from the top, but there's places to picnic. There's places to um, you know, I think even fish and do some other different kind of things, but really their trail system is uh, one of the main features of that park, and it actually connects via, I think it's the, um, oh, I, y'all might remember the name of it, but it connects to the Kings Mountain State Park, so it's it's really a very accessible, very beautiful, very active place, a great great spot if you haven't been. Yeah, that's the Ridge Trail, and uh, one of the fun parts about it is it does connect two states together uh, um, with uh, two state parks together with the Crowder's Mountain State Park of North Carolina and the King's Mountain State Park of South Carolina, and that trail joining the two one of the things i like during like this mild december that we've had mm-hmm. what a great time for our rock climbing community to enjoy the not just the indoor gyms that are available in our area but to stay outdoors and hit the uh, rock faces there so even if you're not a rock climber you can enjoy watching their skill and exercise as they hit those walls over at crowder's mountain state park you know christopher one of the things i enjoy about interacting with our customers at Jesse Brown's is when we tell them about the mountains, not to the west or to the north of us in Charlotte, but to the east. Talk to us about more Mountain State Park just over an hour, hour and 15 minutes from uptown Charlotte. Yeah, the Morrow Mountain State Park. And you are exactly right. When people realize that 
there are some mountains east of Albemarle. They look at us like we are crazy, but it's true. It's the Uwari Mountains, and it is, um, I guess, that that park, Mara Mountain State Park, has a rich cultural history, but they also have uh, miles of trails. They have Three Rivers Trail, for example, that's a shorter one in length, but has some beautiful views of the nearby Yadkin, P.D., Uwari Rivers. You can camp, you can bring your RV, and there's 15 other trails and miles of, of hiking that are there. Um, there's some shelters built by the WPA, and uh, again, it's just a historic place and a beautiful place, really an oasis in that area of, of our state. If you're just joining us, we've got our guest blogger on. He was a guest blogger from Jesse Brown's Outdoors on loan, I guess we should say, to Charlotte Smarty Pants. We've pulled up this guest blog and are kind of going through some of these places that uh, you can enjoy some of our Carolina Outdoors with Wes Lawson. This is Bill Barty because that's what we do here on the Carolina Outdoors. And I've got this... the, the a local, another local place that you wrote about, and Miss um, um, Close passed away earlier this year, unfortunately, but she was a leader in outdoor recreation, outdoor activity, and land conservation. So down in Fort Mill, for a lot of people who may not know, even if you're from this area, um, the Ann Springs Close Greenway is down there, and they are wide open. We've got John Gordon from the foundation on our list to talk about because they had some COVID restrictions uh, in place that have opened up with some changes a little bit, so they are wide open. You wrote about them, Christopher, in your blog. Can you let our listeners in on, for many, a secret here just south of Charlotte? There's a lot of secrets at the Ann Springs Close Greenway, and the most incredible thing I think about that place, other than its you know, trails and hiking and beauty, is the history. And you alluded to some of that um, in the opening about this spot, but just the history of how that greenway and that conservation area came together. And one fun fact that I always love to tell people about that is along the trails that make up that greenway, there are a series of log cabins that are, you know, from the 1800s that are in place, have been restored. You can also see wagon ruts that are in place from the old the great wagon road that came through there. So really a historic place. One of those log cabins is actually Billy Graham, um, his grandfather, Billy Graham's grandfather, the famous evangelist. Um, and that's that's always a neat one to walk up under the porch of. But it's just a beautiful area, beautiful woods, beautiful trees, and um, it's, a, it's, it's a beautiful thing that she put together and really spearheaded when when greenways and conservation was not the topic of conversation. Uh, did you just uh, sprinkle in a nugget for us on the Carolina Outdoors? Because I don't think that was written up in the blog. Are That's we... right. It was not. That's Ooh. right. Billy Graham's grandfather was born in one of those log cabins, lived in one of those log cabins that is in or on the greenway. And they have a little plaque that is on the front of, of that cabin. It's pretty neat to read. They have this photo as well. But that's right, Billy Graham, who uh, he himself grew up near Jesse Brown's over off of Park Road. So definitely some local history. 
Now, you mentioned the great wagon road running right through there. That road and a few others in our area that are still in use were pretty darn important to uh, the, the beginnings of these colonies, were they not? They really were, and they were the highways of their day. So even though they weren't paved, they sure were the arteries that brought a lot of Scotch-Irish and other settlers down from up north and points beyond, down to Charlotte and points, points onward south. So certainly a historic road in that regard. And a lot of the roads today that are in use that are paved as highways are part of that wagon road system. And, uh, you know, y'all just have to have me back. We'll have to talk about that sometime. Talk about the great wagon road and the interstate system of modern day. Maybe talk about Eisenhower a little bit. Now, our next our next park um, kind of highlights the age of our eastern mountains. You know, our, our mountains here, though smaller than the Rockies, are a lot older, 500 plus million years old in some case. Talk to us about Chimney Rock State Park. That is maybe one of our most iconic. It really is. And up until maybe within the last decade, it was still owned by uh, a private citizen, you know, the family that kind of curated that tourist destination for most of the 20th century. But the Chimney Rock of North Carolina, of course, there's a Chimney Rock out west too, but I, I think ours is better. It is 535 million years old. It is a monolith, and it is the central feature to the state park. But there's so much more that they have. I mean, the panoramic views of the Hickory Nut Gorge, Lake Lore is down below you, and it's just a beautiful spot uh, with a lot of, and I'm going to quote from the article, geological and botanical wonders. There have been many studies done in that area. There's also been some movies filmed there as well. I think Last of the Mohicans had a couple um, interesting shots and segments filmed there. But I love Patrick camping. Swayze in that one. Yeah? <laughs> oh, no, that's the wrong one. Wrong one, Bill. I think that one was Dirty Dancing. If only our listeners could hear my eyes roll. <laughs> <laughs> so Last of the Mohicans and, and Dirty Dancing, both were filmed there. I guess both of them, you know what, I never thought about that, but both of them were... Um, Took place in New York? Yes. <laughs> uh, I mean, uh, fr from a setting place in the movie, they were both uh, New York films. That just shows you how the uh, Adirondacks and uh, Hudson River Valley is similar to what we have down here. I wonder if they are 535 million years old as well. I don't know, but I know how we can find out. How? <laughs> you, you got <laughs> we'll <Google> us. <laughs> <laughs> or you can. I will. <laughs> well, I, we like this. Will you give us the lowdown on how far away Chimney Rock is or Chimney Rock State Park is from Charlotte? Because that is a little bit further than like the, uh, the, the Greenway in Fort Mill or, or going to Crowder's Mountain or even South Mountain we got to go just a little bit further for Chimney Rock. You do, but it's worth it. It's about two hours from Uptown Charlotte, a little more or a little less, depending on what part of the city you call home. But it is a quick drive, and one of the places that you will pass on the way up there is the Tryon Equestrian Center. Mm -hmm. So if you want a quick break, you can pull off the road, get some ice cream, get something to eat, and then get back on, headed up to Chimney Rock.
Christopher S. Line, you uh, have so many skills, but thank you for sharing your skills with us here on the Carolina Outdoors in regards to uh, these five places that are all obtainable. A reminder for our listeners, you know, the days are shorter right now, so you have to uh, uh, pick and choose carefully when you're doing, especially a day trip. And these are all places that you can do with success in one day. That's right. So true. And if listeners out there want to stop by Jesse Brown's, I'm sure we will all be happy to share some more of places like this where they can easily get to. Always happy to share. And that's where they can find the three of us, Wes there, Bill here, and Christopher Loin on the other side of this dial. Christopher, thank you so much for jumping in with us. You are welcome. Always a pleasure. Thanks, y'all. Off he goes and... Off we go. Just just for a a moment, though. That's right. We will be back. Wes Lawson there, Bill Barty here on the other side of this.